Hey everybody, welcome back to the Don't Forget This Podcast. It's Brian. With me again is Jill Bond. Yes. Hey Jill. How, How are you? How you doing? Good. Well, I'm good. I'm good. I'm better than I was. I'm better than I was. Had had the full seasonal allergy thing happening. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was a blown up head. Yeah, yeah. In a fog. Uh, in the mornings I came out and said hello to my children and they're like, Dad, what's wrong with your voice? Because I was like, hey, children. Did you mention sounding like Barry White? Yeah, yeah, I did throw it out there, actually. Yeah, yeah. You'll never fire. But um, they just stared at me. They didn't know what that, what that was. Uh, but anyway, so I'm on the, I'm on the, the end of that. I'm, I'm on the backside of, of that whole thing. So um, The green dust talk. is still here, though. Uh, the yeah. green dust of the south. In force. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. It's like every tree and bush and plant, like sneezed at the exact same time and it's usually overnight and in the morning you're just uh, dusted i I don't remember any of that in indiana i did not have that in illinois no no it's a southern thing yes it is totally a southern thing wicked nasty it is it is it's uh yeah yeah i don't even want to talk about it and give it give it power uh but anyway and you were in indiana I was. You, in were, you were gone. You yes, were... I was visiting my family. Yeah, in Indiana. Which, Doing the old family tour for the uninitiated. People have told me when I ask them, "Do you know where it is?" Uh, uh, it's up there. One of those I states. One of those I states somewhere up there. I don't like close to Wisconsin. Close yeah. to it hurts. Yeah, it hurts me. You gotta know. I know. You gotta know where the Midwest states are. Um, it's uh, sad, but yeah. Iowa, Indiana, yeah. Illinois. Yeah, uh, pe- people just think they're all one one lump. Yeah, it and I imagine it was balmy. I imagine it was a it was just a <laughs> tropical delight. Indiana. The out of the six days I was there, uh, three of them I woke up and scraped ice off my car, and the fourth one I woke up and blew snow off my car. Did you, so now yay. did you scrape with like a cassette tape cover or no, or not a, or a credit card a credit or something? Card? Like, no, yeah. I did not. Yeah. I scraped with a real scraper. Oh, there you go. It was heavy duty. Yeah, yeah. It was in Indiana. It's okay. We, we uh, lit a fire and looked at yeah. um, the prettiness outside, and it is all good. Yeah. Nice. I guess. Nice. As good as it can be. Right. At this time of year. Yeah. When it snows. That's right. That's right. But you're back. You're back in this land. Hey, um, uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I just popped into my head. When you when you're typing when you're typing something on the computer this mm-hmm. is a total 360 here uh, may not even include it I don't know but when you're typing on the computer um, and you hit you hit period at the end of a sentence mm-hmm. that's proper right yeah yeah so uh, after you hit period uh, what do you do next after that it's the new rule one space not two it is the new rule so. So, like, two weeks ago, I'm at the coffee shop talking to Jan, you know, Jan at mm-hmm. the coffee shop, and and she's having a conversation with somebody who, she was with this younger person, and Jan was typing something out, and the younger person said, why did you just put two spaces yeah. after a period? And she said, what do you mean? And she said, well, that's, that's kind of old. It is. Two spaces. How did that happen? You didn't know that? I had I, no idea. I think I read somewhere that had to do with the old style of type and how it needed a little bit more space or something. I don't right? know. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I was not prepared to answer this question. Yeah, no, 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 nobody is. I know, nobody I know. Is. but I, I have read yeah. that... Um, it, it's one one space now. So it's not yeah. required anymore? No. You don't have to? No. You can just hit a period and then... A space. A one space. space. And, and then, then you start writing. One space. 
How did I not? I feel like it, I feel like that the world shifted with you. that information, <laughs> and I'm running to catch up with a world that has left Gosh. me behind in double space. Do you obsess over the Oxford comma too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You sound like one of those. I could. Just let it yes. go. If you let me think about it for a moment. I, but I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Even, I, even I knew that, but only because I read about it and yeah. somebody called me out on it. I will really? confess. Yeah. That you were using two spades? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. It's that? a hard habit to break. Well, yeah. It's all I've ever known. It's your world is crumbling. <laughs> now you're taking it from me. Oh, no, 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 you're not taking it. You're just saying, oh, that's pretty old. That's an old school thing to do. It is. two spaces. And I'm old, so. (laughs) It's old. Wow. But you know what? Who's to keep you from putting two spaces in? If you jolly well want to. I'm going to continue. Do it. Yeah. I'm going to continue. In protest. Will they start marking people down if you're adding spaces? It could be. Because it adds to the length of your paper? It could be. Paper? If you're going to write a book. Oh, man. No. Or the editors will take care of that. Yeah. But anyway, yes. I will insist You're on right. double spaces. Uh, Self-published. <laughs> the way God made us <laughs> with double spaces. It's in the Bible somewhere. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> well, the Bible, though, is double-spaced. Yeah, you're period. right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, in Mr. James. the original James. English yeah. language. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. King James. Uh, I just couldn't believe that. I just, uh, man, that's wild. That's wild. Well, good. Just pick yourself up. Dust yeah. yourself off. Yeah, I'm so glad I took that keyboarding class. I'll tell you, yeah, right? That was a yeah, that was a good use of my time. Not even needed anymore. Anyway, uh, this uh, this week since we last met, there have been all kinds of goings on mm. uh, in life, and especially in, in 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 our life, in our family life. So our family has survived on one car for several years now. Um, yeah, yeah, thankfully. Now, of course, the kids were smaller. As the children are getting older, it's be- we can see how it's going to become more and more of a problem to to uh, exist with one vehicle uh, because everything's all spread out everywhere and children are getting involved in things and, you know, first world stuff, you, you need more than right, one car. Right. But for now, we are holding steady with one car. The only issue is when uh, that one car doesn't work or is having issues, uh, that creates a little a little problem. So uh, every year around the time of our, um, of our inspection, uh, we declare a week of fasting and prayer. So our, <laughs> our children are not allowed to eat. We, our dog will fast. I mean, we will, we will call it. If you hear the shofar blowing, it's because, Ooh. yeah, we've, we have called the people to the fast. Why is that yeah. So, so, uh, yes, everybody's in mourning. There's ashes and we reread the law wow. and then, um, we cry out to God on behalf of our Dodge Grand Caravan. So, so we did that. We went through the motions, and I took it in to be inspected. And sure enough, they said, everything checks out fine. We have one issue, though, with a passenger side airbag. And I said, oh, that's cool. Yeah, just just unplug that puppy, right? <laughs> I never had an airbag growing up. I'm fine. Uh, apparently, you can't do that, and you cannot pass yeah, inspection without that. So, so we're like, okay. So they couldn't fix it, of course. So we had to take it to a dealership. Uh, so we take it there, and they're working through the problem. They call me up, and they say, hey, we can fix it. We have to replace the bottom seat cushion on your van. Um, and, uh, by the way, that's uh, two grand. <gasps> yeah. 
to, no. to replace the bottom seat cushion of a Dodge Grand Caravan. Uh, and because, because of its age, we, we have to get this from our specialty parts store, our vintage parts store. So it's going to be, you know, about five days or so to get that puppy in. And for two grand, we can fix that. And I said, okay, how late are you open today? Because I'm coming <laughs> to pick up that van. <laughs> I'm not paying two grand uh, for that car. You know, it has well over 200,000 miles and it's just... So, so we were, we spent a day or so thinking that van is done. Like we're, we're going to, we're going to give that up. We're going to, we're going to trade that in. We're going to do something, but we have to get another vehicle. Uh, and so we were all, you know, scrambling because we thought we had to find something right away and, and, um, it just wasn't going to work. And so I remember we were, we were talking, uh, and after you get over the shock of, Okay, we're gonna have to spend money and right. a new plan, and uh, that car was paid off, uh, so we we were enjoying that, and um, and so after we went through all that, there was kind of a time of like remembering the van, you know, like, uh, and, and Penny gets a little sad about these things. My wife, Penny, uh, gets a little sad about these things, uh, not because the van, because the van was nothing special. It was. It was a van. It transported people. The thing we loved about it was that uh, it was paid off. Right. Uh, we loved that it had separate seats so our children did not uh, annoy each other into oblivion. Uh, and I don't have to reach back and do the knee slapping wherever <laughs> I can find them thing. And so, you know, we, we love that. Uh, and, uh, you know, the ease of it, the doors would open automatically and shut automatically until they broke. And now they, none of them work. But, you know, for the time when our children were smaller. Pulling out the back. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was great. It was great. Uh, you know, now we feel like Uncle Buck <laughs> driving that thing. But but back then, um, you know, our children were smaller, and you know, the van. Uh, we just found ourselves like being kind of sentimental about the van. Right. Uh, not because of the van, but because like that period of time. You know, our children when they went from being a little toddlers now until elementary school and now middle school, and there've been a span of years here that this van has carried us. You know, through all these things. Um, so it, it was weird when something, uh, an inanimate object, has sentimental value. Right. Um, it has nothing to do with the actual structure and frame of the car. It's it was it was the people it carried. It was the places we went. It was the memories and all those sorts sure. of things, you know. Um, but but it's it's really weird. Uh, as I was thinking about that 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 a Dodge Grand Caravan, uh, slightly rusting on the sides, and uh, but it was a sentimental thing to be able to say, well, okay, we're done with that. We have to let that go. Um, we have to continue on. I don't. Do you, have you ever had any? Thing oh. like that, these objects? Oh, absolutely. In yeah. fact, um, as I said, I just got back from Indiana, and one of the things I did when I was in my hometown was um, visit the house that I grew up in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is now a chiropractor's office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but they're they're respecting it yeah um, you know and it's on a it's on a main highway now mm. and all those old yeah. victorian houses are turning into businesses um there's a dentist's office across the street there's a yeah. i don't know a, a beauty shop down the people don't call them beauty shops anymore yeah, yeah. a salon right um down the road but um they said yeah yeah sure go go tour the house you know and of course Every room I went in had so many memories, so I started... Like, was it the same? 
Well, inside, was, could you tell the rooms, shrunk. or did they put up walls oh, and no. do things? No, um, generally okay. it was it was the same. Yeah, interesting. Um, but they'd done different things, right. but structurally it was it was the same. Right. But I found myself at the end of my visit after the first round. I sat upstairs where no there were no customers or anything on the bed and just went room by room and started to write out every mm. story that every room reminded me of. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was loaded. Yeah. Um, and that, that may or may not be a healthy thing to do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. The day that we left that house, um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It was so, so hard. Cried, yeah. didn't want to leave. Yeah. Um, so, absolutely. I know yeah. what that's like. Yeah. An object. It's wood and, right. you know, foundation. And um, yeah. it's not like it is my family. Yeah. Somebody lived there before us. Right. You know, right, we right. didn't build it. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think of a lot of people think about the house where you spent your childhood. Yeah. Or part of your childhood. Yeah. Um, boy, it recalls, you know, that brings up stories like your van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you have a blue toilet one time that... Um, we did, your, yeah. Your kids yeah. were... Um, yeah, one yeah. of my one of my children very upset that we removed the blue toilet when we were renovating the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in our garage. It's not gone. Why? Yeah, because uh, every so often she'll mention it, and she's she keeping tabs. She wouldn't go sit on it. Or I, what? I don't know. We we told her it's going to show up at her uh, wedding reception. And it's going to have flowers in it. It's going to be repurposed. But the I blue toilet is going to be there. You. If we can keep it that long, please uh, invite me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be great. It'll be great. I mean, it'll be it'll be thirty years from now. But uh, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. The toilet. Our children are like that. We told them actually uh, not too long ago that we had this couch that we bought when I was uh, in seminary a uh, long time ago, right? And it was our first um, couch and chair we ever bought. And you had like uh, one year, same as cash or something like that. So we did that. And uh, and we've had this couch ever since. It's made all the moves with us, all of our children. Um, Penny and I were just talking about the idea of, hey, maybe we get rid of that couch and get a new couch up here. And you would have thought that we threatened the family dog or something. I mean, they... Our children were, were close to tears for that whole Was thing. it worse than the toilet? Uh, no. No, the toilet's still right up there. It was just below toilet crying, though. I mean, it was, uh, it was sadness, like sincere sadness. You can't get rid of this couch. We've grown up with this couch, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, no. How does like, this happen? I don't know. Such I know. a tender age I know. to be so attached. I know. Very sentimental about it. But then I think, wow, you know, here I am. Uh, uh, thinking about this van, you know, this car. And we've done it with other other cars or other things. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a reminder. Like, it, when we go back to Illinois, I always drive by, I always go by the old mm-hmm. house and the old neighborhood. And we moved out of there when I was, I think I was just going into high school. Um, and at the time, you know, I just thought, yeah, we're getting a new house. I'm, we're moving up, you know. I'm getting out of this one, going to a new house. Uh, but now I think back and it's like, man, that place, yeah. Has ghosts, you know. Right, I mean, right. That place is is in some ways very much alive, um, and uh, our people that grew up to us as neighbors. She actually bought the house and lives in it. Um, and I've talked to her. We've gone back. I've knocked on the door and just Did said you a go few in? words. But I never went in. Couldn't yeah. bring yourself to go in. Or well, no, she didn't I, want you in there. Yeah, I didn't know how to play it. You know, maybe yeah. like another time, and I come back, and she's like, "Okay." I had my family out with me just so she knew I wasn't insane. Right. Uh, so <laughs> you, weren't, uh, you weren't 
creeping. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe next time I'll see if she'll let me in uh, and uh, look around. But um, anyway, I was thinking about this van, and then it got me thinking about all these other things uh, beyond objects. You know, if you look, look back in your life, um, there are, whether it was relationships in your life, where it's like you don't have those same relationships anymore. At some point, you, you for whatever reasons, good or bad, you stopped this relationship with these people or this person. Um, and uh, it just kind of happened, you know. And, and right. so um, while you'd like to still be in relationship, it just, it just didn't continue. And so at some point you said goodbye, um, and it was so good, you know, it was a good relationship, maybe even, maybe it did, it brought you along to other places, um, but at some point you had to, you had to let it go, you know, right. um, and, and it could be, it could be people in our lives, um, whatever it is that, that were so helpful in our journey, but at some point we had to say goodbye to those, like we had to stop. Uh, we had to keep moving forward. Right. Um, we had to go a different way, uh, and and how sometimes I think we um, we don't take the time to kind of reflect on those or or even celebrate in some ways what they were or grieve the fact that they're not going to continue on with you uh, in your journey. I think about uh, beliefs that I've carried um, or maybe ways to see God or see the Bible or see the world, you right. know, where f- up to a certain point it, it carried me, you know, like it was helpful and it was useful and it even provided some security and comfort. Um, but at a certain point you had to, you, you had to continue on, you had to keep growing and developing right. and, and you realize that wasn't adequate enough, you know, that, that, that couldn't sustain me the rest of the way. I couldn't carry that with me into the future. Right. And, uh, and there's a and there's a grieving I think that can happen with that when you when you start to think about what is it that I'm really believing what is it I understand about myself or the world or or this God that I say that I believe in you know um, uh, I think about a time when when my nephew um, my oldest sister their firstborn when he passed away um, just over a year old and mm. and some serious health complications and passed away and. Uh, there were some things, there were some ways, I think, of, of viewing life in the world and um, even elementary things like prayer uh, where I needed some new, I needed a new way to understand these things. Right. And and what I had been taught was not wrong or bad. Um, it was very helpful, but it could not take me any further. Mm-hmm. And so there was a letting go that had to happen of of some of those things, you know. Um, it's a it's a tricky process, yeah. I think. And sometimes I think we well, who likes change? Yeah, yeah. not most people. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just cling to to what's familiar. And um, yeah, somebody <clears throat> I can't remember the author of a book called Transitions, mm. mm-hmm. and he talked about the difference between change and and a and a transition. Yeah, um, and it's a, a we, we don't honor the process, like you said. We want, if we got to change, we want to do it, get it over with, and just put it away. Yeah. And um, you can't, you can't do that with important things. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But there's, there's got to be a slow um, process, a, a journey. Yeah. You know, somebody said one time that 
um, when you're in that in-between stage, it's like being between trapezes, that you've let go of one thing, or you're mm-hmm. letting go of one thing, but you haven't grabbed hold of what's next. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even really know what's next. You can't really see what's coming up. Yeah. And she also said it's like, um, for anybody who is a Peanuts fan, Linus, when his blanket's in the dryer, there's just uh, nothing yeah, to yeah. hold on to yeah. right now. But we don't let ourselves sit with it. Yeah, yeah. And tell ourselves it's okay to be a little shaky. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Especially yeah. with belief systems and yeah. things that may have worked when you were a child, whatever yeah. you believed in when you were a child, and then all of a sudden you're thinking, I'm I'm not so sure that I think of things right. like that right, in, right. in that way anymore. Um, yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. And I think we run, you know, um, when those times happen, I feel like you, you have this decision. I can... I can sit with this, and I can I can wrestle with this. Uh, I can I can put up memorials to this, and then keep going, or I can just run back even harder, um, back to the old ways of living and being right. and doing, um, and just double down on that, you know. Uh, because, like you said, the thought of of embracing this this change uh, is uh, terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying, um, and uh, we don't take the time. I wonder if that's why. You know, in the in the Old Testament, whenever they're like, there's these new times, these new movements. Um, uh, they're always told, "Hey, put put up, make an altar there, or mm-hmm. put up put up some rocks, or just pile up a bunch of rocks together uh, and let this be a memorial. Like let this right. signify, hey, this is what you were, this is where you were, um, this is all the good stuff and bad stuff that went with it. But now you're you're making this change. Now there is this movement into something new. Um, so mark it, like remember it. Uh, and I wonder how valuable it would be for people to kind of look through their life and just point out the different markers in their life. I don't wonder if we've, I don't even know that I've really thought through the events in my life and kind of picked out, Hey, these are the places that need a marker. Like mm-hmm. these are the places that need a little, a little memorial here. Um, because this was a big shift or this was, I... this was a big change. Um, and, uh, Having that kind of reflection on on your life, uh, that's a great idea. That. Yeah. You know, um, if you've ever been through experiencing God, Henry Blackaby, there's <clears throat> yeah. a, there's an exercise in there yeah. where he has you do spiritual markers. Now I don't I don't know yeah. if that's what you had in mind or if it was um, yeah, you know, yeah physical all, all, yeah. all kinds of yeah markers. But um, that would be a great. I'm I'm just thinking already. Yeah. You know, I've said that my father died when I was ten. Yeah. Um, so that year forever is is a marker for us. Yeah. So our family life is divided into two sections, before and after. Mm. And and how things change. Yeah. Um yeah. but you can't live yeah. in the before right. forever. Right. Um right. It it would be so depressing to yeah. do that. Yeah. It's um, true. So you know, I, I I think you're right. Any you have any other ways? I'm I'm intrigued now. Yeah. <laughs> to to um just figure out what it looks like to go through that to yeah. let yourself go through that process. You yeah. Said. Physical markers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Writing things down. Yeah, yeah. I think being uh, able to to go through it with um with somebody else is mm-hmm. is a pretty powerful thing too. Um, so you don't have to go go it alone. Uh, as you're working through and um, somebody can come to and say, Hey, 
you know, <laughs> here's my, I'm shifting here. I, I, I sense something. I've got to keep moving. Um, and this can't take me in. And so somebody that can grieve with you or help you work right. through that or that celebrate with point. you um, so that it's not like an isolated thing, you know. Um, I've, I've felt that, now that you mention it, um, as my ideas about God have shifted and how helpful it is to go seek out people who are on a journey yeah. also. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like a little support group, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're, they're safe people yeah. to do that with. Right. You know, not right. everybody's in the same place that you are, so it's not right. really appropriate all the time to say, oh, I'm having so much doubt about X. Right, um, right. To everybody. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah cause, uh, because um, the wrong person uh, who has not done their own kind of reflection uh, would look at that and say, Wow, that's crazy. Like, that's silly. Why would you... <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Why yeah, would you, you do that? You don't need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just stay does, right here. That like, does this not is good. propel you forward. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not... Yeah. The trapeze is not out right. there. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, the movie Castaway, uh-huh. um, which I love. I love um, the movie Castaway. A lot of people hate it. Uh, I enjoy it. Well, it's disturbing uh, in some places. It is, it is disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, eventually he comes to have this, this, foot, this uh, volleyball... Wilson, right? Uh, and that's the brand, but it's also the name right. that he calls it. Uh, it ends up being his inner dialogue, this this volleyball. So he's talking to the volleyball, and the volleyball, he's talking for it, back at himself, you know. He's been on an island for a long time by himself, you know. So years cast away on an island, you start talking. We would all be this way. Right, right. So, you know, you can understand it. And uh, it, it gets kind of weird there uh, toward the end. But then he, he gets off the island. He's on this raft, this rickety raft he made, and gets off the island. He's just floating and floating and floating. And then there's a scene where he's laying there on the on the raft, and he's you know giving up hope, you know, because nobody's coming. He hasn't seen anyone, and um, he's laying there um, sleeping. And Wilson is just kind of bobbing on this thing he's tied it to, you know. And then all of a sudden, it comes up one time, and the volleyball is not there. Um, and then he wakes up and realizes the volleyball's not there. And he's frantic, looking around, sees it out in the water. And he dives, just instinctively dives into the water. And he's, he's, he's racing toward Wilson, who's just floating off to sea. And he grabbed onto a rope that held onto his raft. Um, and he's going, he's, he's swimming and swimming and swimming until he runs out of rope. And then he, you can see him debating in his mind, how do I how do I go back for the, for that volleyball, um, this Wilson, um, and still hold on to this raft, which may save my life, you know? How do I do both of those things? And he's realizing he can't. And so there's that part where he stops swimming for the volleyball, and he just starts coming back. And the whole time he's saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I'm sorry, Wilson, right? Uh, I'm sorry. And then he's on the boat, you know, and he's curled up in the fetal position, just sobbing, crying for this volleyball. When I first saw that, I was like, what are you doing? You know, what are you talking about? I mean, if I was on a desert island for four years, I would not act like that, right? Um, but, you know, but then, but then, you know, I've, I, uh, the things that we've, we've gone through and, uh, and these experiences and these things that have carried me along the way and... Um, and I realized, wow, it wasn't it wasn't the volleyball, you know. Um, that was that represented something bigger, something more. Um, and he could either chase after that volleyball 
and this old life on this island, or he could let it go, um, grieve it, and then and then move forward uh, and start a new life. You know, um, and there's a bunch of those that happen in that movie, um, a bunch of those crossroads that he comes to. Right. But, uh, but I thought that was the dumbest thing. But now I look back and I'm like, oh man, yeah, that is. That is brilliant. You, like, you wonder, I mean, the writers were, surely yeah. they had all that in mind, don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right. Uh, I'm thinking, no, I'm, I'm serious. I, yeah. think, I think they did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I think, man, there are so many experiences in our life where you're faced with the choice. You know, mm-hmm. this has brought me comfort and, and support and guidance, um, but I've got to keep moving forward. I've got to keep becoming more alive and I have to let that go. Right. Um, How so many now, breakup you, songs have you heard? I yeah. mean, honestly, <laughs> it's a very prevalent uh, human condition, isn't yeah. it? That oh, you yeah. have to, to yeah. move on. It's time to move on. Yeah. I yeah. actually have um, a playlist um, on my phone of, of female empowerment songs, and they're usually about yeah. you know <laughs> some breakup and uh, great. getting away and moving on. Aha, uh-huh, aha. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Don't I'll touch me. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I will survive. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. So uh, any other thoughts on that? Anything we need to remember on that, shouldn't forget. I'm just thinking um, about the trapeze. Yeah. Just, just, I don't know. It is very comforting to me to know that that is a very natural yeah. part of change, and it's okay yeah. Yeah. to to make it last a little while. Yeah, you know, yeah. Do things to take action on, you know, helping yourself through. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And being able to look back and and point those things out, you know, um, because we pass through we pass through things so quickly right. um, that we don't take any time and think, "Wow, I did I did well on that one." Oh, I yeah, I struggled on this one. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I could have, you know, I needed this um, in order to move forward. So um, that kind of reflection there is good. Right. So make a list. Make a list of of uh, the changes of. Uh, the times where you've had to move forward and markers and yeah. something didn't okay. come with you <laughs> your own personal blue toilet yeah. experience yeah find your blue toilet <laughs> that'll be my next we'll book. book double spaced of course <laughs> after the period all right folks we bring it full circle and then we send <laughs> off and say goodbye so uh anyway that's uh that's what we got that's what we got look forward to that new book there yeah uh, find your blue toilet um yeah <laughs> It'll be the picture of our blue toilet with the flowers coming out. The of it. cover is already and, yeah, in my yeah. mind. Oh yeah. yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. We'll need a song to go with it, but I'm sure we'll get something. Anyway, we will we will see you again very soon on the Don't Forget This Podcast. Feel free to like it, feel free to comment, feel free to share with a friend or or a loved one or uh, anybody that you might happen to run across. I think that's the plug. Okay, good. All right, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.